0: One. welcome back to East Coast Haunts. I'm MK and I'm Sam and we have a very fun episode for you today. It's kind of almost a continuation of last week. It's like you kind of hinted towards it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and we got a lot of very positive feedback on last week's episode. I know. I which had is people very nice. like like our, like my friends text me to say like, "Oh, last week's episode was my favorite," like blah blah blah. We got some comments, we got some like Patreon messages, which is yeah. really exciting. Yeah. So... Thank you for the feedback. Yeah, it definitely It makes us let still us good. Know. Yeah. And maybe we'll do, like, more hotels, because I kind of think that the, like, bed and breakfast hotel That's, like, our niche, yeah. ...is, like, kind of, I think, the most... Po- our most popular episode. Our most popular episodes. And they also <laughs> tend to be the ones that are, like, the most fun to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I agree. I think partly because we like to look at the, uh, like, the TripAdvisor reviews yeah. and stuff. Like, oh, I, I just love looking so at TripAdvisor reviews. So that one was fun. I'm gonna give you my own TripAdvisor review... Of? For... This haunt. Because I was just recently there. Yeah, you're right. You were just recently there. Sam, do you want to tell the people where we're going today? Yes. If you have not guessed, we are going to Mount Vernon. Woo! Which is in... Uh, what Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Mount but, Vernon, but Virginia. it's like right by DC. Yeah, it's literally right outside of it. It's just a short ten mile bike ride away. That's stop. That was part of what I was gonna say. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It is just a short ten mile bike ride away, though. But uphill, <laughs> completely uphill. It's not for the faint of heart. You gotta really want to go to Mount Vernon. Exactly. You gotta be dedicated George Washington fans, which I know, of course, you we are. We are. Okay. Speaking of. um Exercise. exercising Mary okay. she's like hiding this story from me she's like I want to wait till we're recording it's literally not that big of a deal I just got really excited because someone I, recognized like, you while you were running no they were like, I could tell um but a shout out to this one girl that when I was running so I was like when I was running I was like in my own little world like of course you know I had my music in I was not paying attention to any of my surroundings love to hear that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and this girl like flagged me down, like, like cut across my path, <gasps> like flagged me down. It was like, cause I had a, oh. a baseball hat on and I guess I was like looking down at the ground and like, like stuck her hand underneath and like waved at me yeah. to get my attention. And I like took my earphone out and I was like, I was like, yeah, like, how can I help you? Yeah. And she was like, you dropped your keys while you were <gasps> running. And I was like, oh my god no way because i purposely wore a hoodie with like zip up pockets so that that wouldn't happen but thank god for this nice samaritan because could you imagine getting back in your car after like a longer run especially because it was probably getting a little bit darker yes and i wouldn't have been able to find my keys and so i just want to say thanks that that little patron the little girly that little patron. That little patron. Like she was a patron <laughs> that, that today. Was really, that was really sweet. Of my her. little, my little helper. Uh, that sounds really weird. <laughs> my little, my little guardian angel. <laughs> yeah, that's no, what but, I was gonna say. But that, that really did. Like, that would have made the night a million times worse. Yeah. You know what? That's girlies looking out for girlies. It is. So it is. thank you very much if you happen to be one of our listeners. Um, but that's not like the really exciting part. Okay. I okay. know. Cause you were like really excited about telling me this. I was like, this. really excited about this. So I am like a huge nature wildlife person. Like she I always love, has been. Yes. I love animals and just like anything like out in nature gets me excited. Yes. <laughs> okay? So I was running and I was running across this little bridge. It was like over this like tiny little stream. Adorable. And I saw something splash out of the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, I wonder if like it was like a little duck or like yeah. a fish or something. So I like, ran over to the end, and I saw an animal that I've never seen in the wild before, and I got oh, shoot. so excited. I took a picture of it. I'm going to show it okay. to you. And it was literally adorable. What is it? A chipmunk? No. I've seen chipmunks. <laughs> <too before. laughs> yeah, was stupid. That was a stupid guess. Uh, Never seen in the wild before. And I looked it up, and this animal is... Crepuscular. Do you know what that means? You know damn well. I know you well. do. Oh, <laughs> you know <laughs> well, I thought you would. Crepuscular? Yes. Because. No, I don't know For those means. of you who don't know, Sam was Oliver Strosky in. Um, <laughs> in Spelling Bee? In the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee production. And one of the words in the spelling bee is crepuscule. <gasps> okay. Oh my gosh, you're right. Which means like dawn or dusk. Yeah. So a crepuscular animal is one that's active particularly at dusk or dawn. And it was getting kind of a little bit later out, which is why I think I saw this animal. My mind is being blown. Is it a a possum or something? No, it's not. But you're you're really close. It was a beaver. <gasps> I've never seen a beaver before in the wild. And it was so freaking cute. And it had its like tail out. It was just like munching on something. Oh, I want to put this, put this in the Instagram post. I, I'm literally, it'll be the last picture in the Instagram And it's funny post like, because I was so excited about that it. That park is like, it's not like it's like in like complete in nature. The nature. Like, no, like there's like there's soccer a Yeah, like, Yeah, this, the CVS is right across the street. Wow. It's like right off of a highway. But look at how cute this little bugger is. Let me see him. I was literally losing my sight <gasps> and he, I couldn't oh, get his tail in the picture but it's definitely a beaver. That and is I was so excited. That is about the most it. beavery beaver. That so That's a good actually a very good clear photo Thank of him. Thank you. He's so chunky. He's so too. cute. Oh my god, I'm literally I, I would this. he almost looks like a capybara. Yeah, a little bit. He was bigger than I expected him How to big? be. Probably about maybe like a Foot and a half, okay, two like the docks and all those. like his, yeah, his like body. I would say, not including his tail, the was tail. probably about a, a foot and a half. long. What was he doing there? That's so funny. I don't know. Well, it, there's like a little stream that Who's comes out of dam? like a um, what is it I No, I should know what this is called because I am a water resources <laughs> engineer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your company's gonna hear this. Oh, like, fire, <laughs> there's like a like a weir you're asking the wrong guy. i know i know but that is what it's called okay. it's called a weird oh okay it is called a weird okay the word escaped me for a minute but anyway so i had a very like productive not productive run in uh not, like interesting eventful eventful run and you're like a little disney princess with like the animals coming to you i literally was so ex- like <laughs> i like probably audibly gasped. that is really <laughs> that's so really excited. really cool that is very very cool i was Literally, I took a picture and I texted it immediately to my family group chat. I'm so proud of you. I'm like happy for you because I know that that was probably like... It literally made my day. awesome. literally made my day. Beavers are so cute. I know. They are really cute. Well, now I can say that I've seen one in the wild. And also when you came home, when she came back into the apartment, she was like... (gasps) The craziest thing happened. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what could this be? And it's very cute that it was a beaver. I know. I feel like I kind of hyped it up a little too much, but it was very no. important. It was very important to me. It's important to me <laughs> too, you know. because it's important to you. Thank you. Adorable. Alright. Do you want to take us into the history of yes. this haunt? Yes. Let me take you into the history of Mount Vernon. First of all, let me do a wellness check on yes. you. Yes. Are you gonna be okay to get through this episode? I am going to be okay. I took um uh, I'm to... yeah, I'm to... <laughs> what's the drug that like makes you relaxed yes a zanny as you guys may remember from the past i i had a weird phobia of george washington when i was little she was horrified of him i was not allowed to mention him yeah it was like a weird like our family was banned from saying his name <laughs> i was a very weird child it's okay um i was freaked out by his teeth because they were either like hippo teeth or um wooden teeth or like teeth from slaves yeah so on who you asked that freaked really... me out that really scared me when i was little do you know what i find crazy and i don't know if this is like a weird thing to say okay but like it blows my mind that he would have like slaves as such a lower class than himself and like not allow them like in the in the same house or like whatever but he would wear their teeth yeah like, it's like what it's like okay so their teeth are good enough to be in your mouth for that you to take from them and put it in your mouth and use as your own teeth but you're not gonna and i'll tell you about it he did not treat his slaves well i'm not, not that it's possible unfortunately yeah. i'm i'm really not surprised yeah I, I have to say this didn't make me like him anymore this good research. well i i honestly have to say the only george washington i'm a fan of is the one in hamilton Oh my god, I was like, where is she going with this? Yeah, (laughs) me too. (laughs) One last time.
1: Sorry, I should have put a trigger warning before
0: I say that. (laughs) What's his name? Christopher. Jackson. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is awesome. Not an accurate (laughs) representation. Like, the old old meme that was like, I think going around on TikTok. Yeah, I think it was. It was like the audio. It was like, it was the end of Hamilton where he, uh... George Washington is like, she tells my story. I speak out against slavery. And he looks at her and he's like, Like why would you say that? You could have done so much more if you only had time. All right. Anyway. So, okay. Let's get into it. Okay. The real George Washington. Okay. So this is the real George Washington we're talking about. Okay. Okay. Mount Vernon. Yes. For those who don't know, Mount Vernon is the former plantation estate of George Washington, first president of the United States of America. Unsurprisingly, Mount Vernon is located in Mount Vernon, Virginia. I don't know which came first. I, I'm assuming that the it, that the area was named, the estate was named Mount Vernon, and then yeah, they named the area around it. I after would have it, to think this right. Same. Yeah, I would have to think the yeah. same. So it's in Virginia. Uh, like we learned in the last episode, like MK just said, it's only a bike ride away from Washington <laughs> D.C. Um, and the estate overlooks the Potomac River, so it's like a beautiful area. I'm it sure you very can attest pretty. to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the estate includes, of course, a gigantic mansion. I think it's like kind of the piece de resistance or whatever. de la resistance. <laughs> piece de resistance. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you, I was looking at pictures of it, and it gives like colonial Grand Floridian vibes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, um, definitely. It's got multiple gardens. It's got multiple tombs. Uh, there's farms. There's a distillery. And there's a museum and education center, which Mary-Kate, I'm sure you can... A test to yeah that was the place that we like watched the same introduction video twice accidentally because we weren't <laughs> paying attention so like you watch it like four times and like, wait a minute i really i was dying to go to the distillery but yeah that part was fun i was like oh unfortunately is it still active i wonder yeah it is That's and cool. they make like whiskey and I, they were selling Ooh. bottles of it in the gift store, and I told my dad that they were like bottles of whiskey that George Washington himself made. And he was like, what? That would be millions of dollars. <laughs> that was a good lie. That was a good Thank one. You. All right, so before Mount Vernon became the icon that it is today, it was known as Little Hunting Creek Plantation. And our boy George did not inherit this land until much later. So this land was around... Obviously since the beginning of the earth, but like this, <laughs> this, this plantation, this plot of land had been around for a long time before George was even a sparkle in, conceived. in eye. Yeah, conceived. So get ready for a confusing family tree, but I'm going to do it as, as, uh, concisely as possible. I'm really, really bad at picturing family trees, so I'm, this It's is not gonna- so be working overtime for me it's not so much a family tree as it is like who inherits what and why. okay 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 Okay, so mount vernon it was originally and you know back then it was called little hunting creek plantation okay it was originally owned by john washington who is he's the guy that originally owned it you don't need to know anything else so no relation to George. no there is he is he's george washington's like uh distant great great -great grandfather okay so john originally owns the area John passes it on to his son, Lawrence. Okay. Lawrence. After that, Lawrence passes the land on to his daughter, Mildred. We love a feminist. That's pretty slay of her. Yeah, right? Um, So, pretty cool. So, Mildred is the granddaughter of John Washington, that original guy. Okay. Okay. So next, Mildred's brother, Augustine, buys the estate from Mildred. Okay. And builds the main part of the plantation house. I don't know what Mildred did with all that money. What do you do as a woman with money back then? Get burned at the stake. (laughs) Okay, yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh so, like I said, Mildred's brother Augustine, um, who would also be the uh the grandchild of John because he is Mildred's brother, right? Yes. Okay. And Augustine also happens to be the father of George Washington. Okay. So it goes from the original guy who is John. John passes it to his son Lawrence. Lawrence passes it to his daughter, Mildred. Mildred's brother, brother is Augustine. Augustine, whose son is George Washington. So, it goes from Mildred... Oh, so Mildred is Washington George Washington's aunt. aunt. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, I, I guess then that makes John Washington, I guess, like the great... Great-grandfather. Yeah, the great-grandfather right? of George. Great-great-grandfather? It's either great or great-great. I don't know which. Yeah. I won't keep the audience waiting. Um, okay, so thank you for sticking along with that. Uh, so anyway, so Augustine, George's father, buys the estate from Mildred, and he builds the main part of the plantation house, like I just said. Okay, and I'm sorry, I also forgot to, forgot to say in there. <laughs> sorry if this is confusing everyone. No, you're good. But Lawrence is um, John Washington's son, right? He's the first guy to inherit the yeah. plantation. And he named Mount he gave Mount Vernon its name, Okay. And he named it after an English naval officer, um, Admiral Edward Vernon, which is, like, kind of ironic, because it's, like, an, an English officer, and then, like, George Washington, who was, like, one of the big players in the American Why would Revolution. you name your state after some British officer? I'm wondering if he was, like, fangirling, if it was, like, his equivalent of, like, I don't Yeah, actually, I didn't think about how weird that was until you're saying that right now. Like, that's, like, me naming mine, like, Mount Harry Styles. Mount Styles. Mount Styles. <laughs> Honestly, I've like really, in ring to it. Like I like Harry Styles too. I'm not even sure why that was the name that came to But mind. it's just like because ra- it but it is like it's random. It's like why would you do that? Like like that's so random. That's like me naming mine like Mount Serena Williams. Yeah, where <laughs> like, you're like, okay, like she's nice and stuff. She's <laughs> very talented, but like like wouldn't you name it after like yourself? I don't know. Maybe he had like a weird obsession. Okay. Wait. Yes. If you were to name If you were to name your house after a celebrity, who would you name it after? I feel like now we got to talk about this. Oh. Ah, I mean, let me think of someone with a really cool uh, name. See, I kind of think, and I don't support this person as a person. Oh, dear God, where are we going with this? But but I don't support their actions. Okay, okay. But I do think they're a great athlete. I I would name mine Mount Tiger Woods. Oh, isn't that kind of a cool? Yeah, that's a cool like, sound. Name? That's a really cool name. Yeah. I really thought you were gonna say like Trisha Paytas or something. Oh my god! <laughs> With the way you're like building up, I was like, Where is Mount this R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Like, let's think of the most problematic people we can possibly. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, Mildred's brother Augustine, um, who's George's father, uh-huh. buys the estate from Mildred. Right. Yes. Uh, Augustine passes the estate to his eldest son, Lawrence. Lawrence is George's half brother. Half brother. Yeah, because I guess I guess you know how people died like yeah. in like their twenties back in then. their Childbirth. Yeah, in their childbirth era. Like so, Augustine passes it to his oldest son, who's Lawrence, and Lawrence has it for a while. Lawrence pe- eventually passes it on to his half brother, okay, George Washington. Yes, but only after uh, Lawrence has died, and his wife and his daughter die so they went through the whole family roster and then exactly it was he was like kind of like the last choice why did i almost say and then villanova got it because (laughs) because just out of habit anyway so finally george washington gets it although george washington didn't make mount vernon his official home until 1759 he had actually been familiar with the area uh since his childhood obviously it was like passed throughout the family and he actually grew up living there with his half-brother Lawrence oh so he knew the ins and outs and all uh Washington inherited the estate in 16 oh in 1761 and for those other two years um because you know how I said it it wasn't his home until 59 yeah he like leased it out sort of from um his <laughs> sister-in-law until she died interest so kind of weird but whatever um then when he officially inherited the estate in 1761 he made a ton of renovations and upgrades throughout the next forty years that he lived there. Lit. So he kind of is responsible for making it look how it looks today. Not in the sense that he was like literally building it, but like it was his yeah. vision. Uh, he was super into like building and every like the like the architecture and the aesthetic and the way everything looked. You can tell when you walk into really, house. yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because you you've actually seen yeah. it, so. And he was super involved in the renovations, and he saw the home as like a reflection of his status. So he wanted it to be like pristine and grand and look really nice because I mean it does that reflected on his own uh, standing in society. So yeah, um, during Washington's time in Mount Vernon. He created four different gardens. It's pretty cool. Like Yeah, I, yeah the gardens are beautiful. So there's the lower garden, which was for fruits and veggies. It was called, I think, like the kitchen garden. Yeah. Like, all the stuff they use in the kitchen. Uh, there was the upper garden, which was made for guests to stroll through. So it was kind of like nice and bougie. They had like fruit trees too. and stuff. Yeah. Um, there was the greenhouse where they grew tropical plants year round, which is kind of cool. That's so like... Like a luxury. Yeah. Like yeah. what there's no like real need for tropical plants yeah unless but i he guess could. you want them yeah so i sit as my monstera plant sits and stares at me at her. in her corner it's like what did you say about me did you say i'm not a need um <laughs> <laughs> well, i feel bad for him now oh i love you all right and then the uh the fourth garden was the botanical garden where George actually grew his own plants and he like tested crops to see what would be good in the soil around there. Just call him Gregor Mendel. I know. I didn't really know he had a green thumb like yeah. that. Yeah. So. I didn't know George come, was like that. I know. He was. But before you start to like him too much just wait. I, I don't like this guy. Don't worry. So there are also two tombs at Mount Vernon and when I say tomb I don't mean like I guess when I think of the word tomb I think of like a casket which I guess isn't the correct term. I guess a tomb is more like a a small building, almost. Yeah, I was thinking, like you know, when you go to like a cemetery, it's like a mausoleum or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, I think a mausoleum is like a bigger thing, okay, where they have all the bodies in the walls. Okay, yes, you're right. You're right. Do you, like you, and, and like, so then almost like the drawers. Yes, yeah. And so then a tomb is just a really tiny. Yeah, yeah, like have you ever been to a a cemetery where they have like this little stone building? Yes, there's only one body and, in there, but yeah, yeah. So okay, interesting. So. I didn't really know like the distinction between those, but that's what that is. Um, there's not so there's no like singular casket's just like floating around or anything. I felt the need <laughs> to point that out. Um, okay, so the two tombs, one is known as the old tomb, and the other one is known as the new tomb. Obviously, the new tomb was built after the old tomb. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, which one is George Washington at? So actually, everyone is in the new tomb because oh. Washington put his in his will that after he died, he wanted a new tomb to be built because the other one was kind of, like, decaying because it had, like, a lot of his family members from years and years past. Um, So he wrote in his will, okay, like, after I die, I want all of us to be moved into a new tomb. But he didn't, like, let them start making the new tomb until after he died, which I get. Like, that would be daunting to, like, see them, like, building your tomb. Yeah. Um, And so then after he died, they built the new tomb and everyone was moved into the new tomb, including he and Martha. So, Martha. that's kind of the, what is that? Why are you singing that? I don't know. I thought thinking. it was from, I think you were singing this song from, um, there was a show that was on. I, it's probably. Are you talking about Martha the Talking Dog? Yes, I thought that's I what you were singing. I knew it. I thought that's what you were no. singing. But, whenever I hear the name Martha. That's what I think immediately of. Immediately, that's yes. what I think of. I didn't even really watch, I think it was like slightly, it was like, I don't know. A slightly after our time. Yeah, but it, our little sisters watched it. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, where she cute. ate the alphabet soup, and instead of going to her stomach, that went up to her brain, and so, she's so really she learned how to talk. talk. Yeah, it was a good. It's like the original dog with a blog. Yeah. <laughs> so there were four main agricultural farms at Mount Vernon, and at first Mount, at first Washington grew tobacco there, um, but then he changed his main harvest to wheat later. It's like, so whatever. I have nothing to say about that. Yes, and unfortunately. Um, this was all done by the enslaved people you know Washington wasn't really going and like you know I wish doing I, did much say work. I was much surprised but yeah it's not surprising it but it's very unfortunate there were three about 300 enslaved people actually over 300 working at the plantation God. so technically I thought this was crazy over half of the people that were enslaved there were part of Martha's bridal dowry yes they told us about us uh, told us about that during the which i did not know that bridal dowries were a thing in america in the 1700s maybe that was stupid of me like i didn't know that yeah so i think also there was i don't know if you're gonna get to this so stop me if you are there was also an issue with that that particular like clause in the dowry yes because george and martha put in their will or yes yes i know you're gonna say do you uh, do you you want to say say this go ahead they put in their will that after they died all the enslaved people that worked on their property will be free yes but because of the dowry there was like some technicality so they weren't able to be freed yeah all the ones that were in the dowry were not freed and said they were like given to the grandchildren yeah which is like yeah super messed up uh so yeah i just i thought that was i had no idea that uh bridal dowries were a thing and much less I did not know that people were included in bridal dowries but well they shouldn't have been yeah, but. but they were so then also the rest of the um, slaves were rented out by other plantation owners so I guess like they would quote unquote rent enslaved people and then have them work on their plantation. So, like, another plantation owner would, like, rent out slaves for the this day. This is, like, literally disgusting. Yeah, like it's, it's, like, very disturbing. It's yeah, very disturbing. That disturbing is is the word I was looking for because it's, like, they're literally being treated as, like, property, like land. Yeah. Yeah. Renting, yeah. Passed down through generations. Like, come on. So, most of the slaves lived on the estate's farms, and they had extremely hard lives, which is not surprising. Uh, they worked hours upon hours every day uh they had to do all the work that they were forced to do but also had to keep their own lives going like and their own chores done like cooking gardening caring for livestock all that stuff so it's like they were working day in and day out for george washington for the plantation but But they also also had to like maintain their own lives yeah so there was like no there were no breaks um and report say that the living situation for the slaves was quote-unquote wretched so it's not like it was like nice nice quarters it was like horrible we toured them and they're definitely like yeah, yeah they i i i could not have lived there i mean it was like almost if you've ever seen like a picture of a concentration camp oh man yeah the bunks yeah and they're like three or four people to like a singular bed. Yeah. Which is probably like the size of like a twin mattress. Like it's crazy. And then they also said, and I don't know again if you're gonna get to this. No, but go ahead. George Washington would provide them rations, no, like I food didn't. and I stuff. I didn't read but a lot of the times it wasn't enough to like feed themselves and their kids that were also there. So they would have to go out and like hunt to supplement and hunt yeah. and gather because yeah. they weren't allowed to take the crops. So they would have to go out and, like, hunt and gather to supplement their rations to, like, survive. And it's just interesting because you would think, like, this person that's... I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but, like, this person that's held in such high esteem and they're, like, oh, like... Like, George Washington Washington." our our country. Yeah, and, like, I guess you would want to think, like, oh, maybe since he was such this, like, huge prominent figure, like, maybe he would, like, treat his his enslaved people a little bit better. But he didn't. He was horrible. no so very disappointing uh and some reports do say that washington treated his slaves well but that that is not true it's documented okay. but that's not true um so I mean, even he if you just that, wishful thinking exactly yeah. Try, yeah trying to rewrite history um it's not true at all he often separated families by like selling certain slaves off oh um, my god he gave them harsh punishments and he worked them really really hard like there weren't like these like days off and stuff um at least two slaves were able to escape um slaves. we don't know how many tried but i'm assume, assuming a lot of people did try yeah. and two of them were able to escape one was george washington's personal cook named hercules was able to escape and then also martha's personal maid named oni judge was able to escape huh. and apparently martha went to great lengths to find oni and she never did Good for But Oni. she like, was like trying to get her. But I know I was like I don't I really don't like the Washingtons after this. But like apparently Martha like really tr- like went like tried to find her and like get her back. But Oni escaped. She got she got away. Good for Oni. So I thought that was that was at least like one thing that was like a little bit positive. That yeah, definitely. they were able to get freedom. But uh, the enslaved people were finally freed in 1801, the year before Martha died, and this was not out of the goodness of her heart. Okay shocking she it's speculated that the real reason she did this was because the slaves knew that they were going to be freed once martha died according to george's will um so she was scared that they were gonna like uprise and kill her to like speed up the process <gasps> oh. so they could be free which honestly as they should without fear yeah <laughs> as they should and so she was so scared that they were gonna do that to her that she just freed them the year before she died um they wouldn't kill her i guess she was paranoid and like you said before the slaves that were inherited like from the dowry were not freed and they were passed down to her grandchildren so Which only so so, so not not all of them were freed in 1801 but all the ones that were not included in that dowry were so yeah uh now we're gonna skip ahead a little bit because that's kind of like the main chunk of history with it um how it came to be like the landmark that it is today yes. Um, the Mount Vernon Ladies Association owns and maintains Mount Vernon, which I thought was interesting. I'm actually gonna mention them. Oh good, I'm excited. Yeah. I just thought that was so interesting, like a ladies Association. Yeah. Um, and the association was was oh my gosh, the association was founded in 1853, which I also thought was interesting like that's a long time ago. Yeah. So the association p- purchased Mount Vernon um, in 1858. For, guess how much? And remember, this is 1858, so 1858. like it's going to not be as, quite Gosh. as much as you think, uh, but still a lot. I, Twenty thousand? Like no, I think I misled you. It was actually two hundred thousand. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so like I still a lot. Have no
0: idea how inflation, like works. the conver- yeah. like yeah. So like definitely like a lot by that day's standards. No, like, two hundred thousand is like gets you a shack. Yeah, nowadays. Na- oh, nowadays, yeah, not even... In, like, in, I'm thinking of, like, <laughs> in Jersey. I know, exactly. So, but, um, and they, they purchased it from George Washington's heirs. I don't know who they were, but that's who they got it from. Cool. Um, and the association uh, were, they really tried to save Mount Vernon and all um, 500 of its acres. Uh, and over the years, lots of people who are very well-known to history... Contributed to the cause, you know, I guess uh, gave a lot of money to it. People like Henry Ford and Thomas Edison. Oh, okay. Although I found out um, this past weekend that Henry Ford was like a huge anti Semite. Ew. I know, so I, I, I'm like repulsed by him. Ew. I, well, I didn't you know, know that about him. I don't like Henry Ford anymore, and you already know that I don't like Thomas Edison. And I, know. I don't like George Washington, so. All these, I mean, I guess everyone back then was like horrible. Like, no morals yeah was there anyone was there eh, anyway whatever so (laughs) but lots of people contributed to the cause because i think it was especially hard um after or during the civil war because there was the potential that battles could be fought there and stuff like that so um but it was declared i think like a neutral area so Mm. there wasn't going to be any fights going on in mount vernon so that they could preserve it that's, like, very interesting. I know, especially because, like, the Southerners probably, like, since they were, like, saying they were their own country, like, they probably were, like, oh, well, like, why would I respect, like, George Washington? Yeah. That, see, that's crazy to me because, like, here you are, two sides of this war, oh, like, fighting over something that you believe so strongly that you're willing to kill, kill and be killed yeah. for it, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I won't fight there because someone famous yeah what this this is neutral ground because someone famous lived here i know it's weird like it's just weird because how do you know that the other side's gonna respect that i don't know well i mean i guess like if no one is on if there's no one to fight it's like why would you go over there anyway you know what i mean i guess that's true so i don't know but um So that's kind of how it was able to last all the years. And then, of course, since then, it's been, like, a huge landmark. People go every year, tourists. Yeah, renovated. So, yeah. While we were there, actually, we thought that we were doing construction um, to, like, just, if you're looking at the house, like, right to the left of it, Mm -hmm. like, literally almost into the foundation of the house. Uh Because there was a big, like, pit. So we got up there, and we asked one of the tour guys of what they were doing, and they were doing an archaeological dig, <gasps> which isn't that so cool? Oh, my gosh. And they said they found some artifacts. Like, they found, I think, a uh, Native American spearhead. <gasps> wow. And they found, um, like, some kitchen pots, uh, kitchen tools were from they Washington from? Oh, from, Oh, wow. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I wonder how they got buried there in the first place. Right? I don't know. Isn't that, though, I – because – I was thinking, when they were telling us about this, I was like, what if I, like, dropped a penny? Yeah. Right? And then one day, it's, like, dug up, like, millions of years in the future. Like, I wouldn't think about dropping that penny, but, like, that's a priceless artifact 200 years in the future. A million or two hundred. Decide. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I don't think that the world would be around in a million years, unfortunately. Whatever. (laughs) No, but that's true. It's, like, you wouldn't, like... The Native American probably like th- just like dropped the dropped arrowhead and was and like, like "What? Like, like, didn't one. even think about it? Yeah, yeah I'll make another one." And then it's like now it's like that's this huge. It's gonna go in a museum. Yeah, I also feel like I just said like three thousand times in that sentence. It's so okay. I'm sorry. Sometimes it slips out. Anyway, so that's all I have on the history, and I'm sure if there's anything extra that you learned, you'd love to add it here. I would love to add it. Um, one of the facts that really stood with me on the tour was that there's one room that's painted this like hideous shade of green. It literally hurts your oh. eyes, and it's like everything in that room is painted green, like the molding on the ceiling, the fireplace. I think Why? it's the dining room. Okay, but it was to make you like not hungry. <laughs> no, it, well, they would have done the job, but uh, I think. The tour guide said it was because, like, George wanted to show off his wealth, and green was, like, for whatever reason, the hardest color of paint to make. And do you know what was in that color of paint? What? I think it was, like, a, it was, like, a something, it was either mercury or, like, lead. Probably. Um, probably both. And women would get, uh, like, women who wanted to show off their status would wear green dresses, um, with that, with you know whatever dye that is, and it would and people they would they would get really sick because it had like oh my lead God. or whatever. It is. Anyway, that just that was just a thought that I had. That's wild. Um, but anyway, so that's why he did that. Yeah, know? and it didn't even look good. Well, it, the house is very weirdly colored. Like, there's a completely like yellow room too, which I'm gonna talk about okay. like a little bit. Um, it's it's like kind of a weird layout too. So if you enter in, there's like a ballroom that honestly. I was not super impressed. impressed by. Yeah, it was probably the size of, like, the front half of our apartment. So I would say oh. maybe like, I don't know, what is that? Like, <laughs> that's like not impressive. Fifty by like, yeah, that's like fifty by like fifteen. It's kind of pathetic if we're being honest. I, was, I don't know how. Like long for George is. Washington, yeah, exactly. I was like, how many? You imagine him throwing like these grand balls, and I don't think I could fit more than like twenty people. Yeah, in no, now. yeah. So especially anyway. when you're dancing, and the, but there were like really cool um, paintings and stuff. Like he was okay. a big uh, patron of the arts. And then if you go out onto the back deck, there's like a beautiful. I guess I don't even know if it's called like a deck back then, but, but whatever. But the the back like section of the house, there's a beautiful view of the Potomac. And then you can go in through like the front entryway, but like if you enter through the back, and there's something called the literal or the little parlor, okay, which is quite literally. If you can picture it, the size of my old bedroom, <gasps> which, which was when I tell you guys, like 10 feet it by... literally was like 10 by 10. Yeah. It was tiny. It, it is the smallest room I've ever seen. Like including, wow. it's like the size of our bathroom. The little parlor. The little parlor. It's like big enough for like a little piano okay. type instrument. And that's, and like maybe two chairs. Okay, I don't know, but it, it lives up to the name. It is a little parlor. It is a little parlor. After so, that. before I go into like the rest of the house, because then I'll talk about the upstairs a little bit, I'm going to tell you about some of the haunts. Okay. So, let's start by talking about the staircase in the front entryway that I was just telling you about. Okay. So, to, if I remember correctly, I want to say the left is the kitchen. Okay. And the green room area, which okay. is like that dining room. And on the wall is a key from the Bastille which is like the French prison they like freedom oh. Bastille day yeah I think the tour guide said um Marquis de Lafayette <gasps> gave it to him okay that's really cool which is pretty cool and it's like still displayed in the front entryway because that's where he displayed it I was like can you touch it no okay was it's like behind like question. a little like glass, glass. Okay. case mm-hmm. um <laughs> so the banister of the stairway yeah. is the only original artifact in the house that you're allowed to touch oh wow so it's the original banister i i'm surprised well, you're allowed to touch it well while we were there i convinced my sister which is this is not a good big sister move but I, I, it's I fine <laughs> it's gonna be I funny i can tell her. I was like, "Don't you want to lick a piece of history?" (laughs) That is so vile. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and and she did. Uh, Was this hope? Yes, of course it was. Oh my god! And uh, I was like, I was like, come on, like, like, do you think anyone else here has like ever done? Like, don't you want to be the first person to lick this banister, the banister that George Washington touched? That's true. You'll have a little piece of of history inside of you. Honestly, you kind of, uh, that would maybe convince me. No, it would not. No, it wouldn't. She's going to get like some sort of like funky. That's what I said. I was like, great, you just started COVID 23. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Oh my God, that was was funny. Thank you. That was good of you. But anyway, so um, on the staircase, a colonial woman is often seen by tour guides and, like, historical um, preservation people okay. that are, like, in and out of the house often. She's seen in 18th century garb, so around the same time that George Washington would have been there. And she's either carrying a punch bowl Ooh. or a flower arrangement down the stairs. Okay, so and maybe she was helping with setting up a party? Yeah, that's what you would think. Um, but no one has ever been able to identify her. Oh. So... Well, records from back then are probably yeah, pretty sparse. Yeah, kind of spotty. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when people are standing near the stairs, they'll hear a sound like a flurry of petticoats Ooh. running down the stairs and like heavy, um, old timey shoes. Like, you, you know, the kind yes. of I'm talking about. Like yeah. those big, like thick clunk, clunk, clunk loafers. Clunk. Um, or the clanking of keys. Oh, wow. Okay. Downstairs. In that little parlor room, um, which I was telling you the, about the, before. The mini parlor The place, tiny, yeah. teeny, tiny little parlor. Um, a tour guide was guiding through, like, little kids who were on a field trip, and they were getting kind of rowdy. Okay. And she was trying to quiet them down, but then she heard a noise from inside the parlor, and she thought one of the kids had gotten in there. Uh oh So she went in there to tell them to, like, get out because you're not allowed to go in that room. And it's, like, all of these rooms are, like, kind of sectioned off with, like, waist-high glass, or I guess, like, plexiglass dividers. So you can, like, stick your upper half of your body in to see the whole room. Right. But you can't go in the room. So she went in there, I guess stepped over the divider, yeah, and uh, saw an older man in late eighteen hundreds garb with like a huge handlebar mustache. Yeah, he was like, "What the hell is going on here?" And she was like, "Oh my god, god, like I'm so sorry. Like I'm trying to get them to like calm down." So then she turned around to tell the kids to be quiet. She turned around and he was gone. Did she- I would love to know what she thought he was. Like, did she think he was like a reenactor? Like, <laughs> I guess so. Also that when, when he's like, what the hell is going on? It reminds me of that TikTok where it's like, well, Daddy, Daddy, chill. What, <laughs> what the, the hell? even? How is that? <laughs> I love that sound. I know. Um, but actually, this is so funny. So later she was walking through, I guess it was the museum. Okay. And she identified him from a portrait. <gasps> and it was the colonel harrison howell dodge who was the director of mount vernon until 1930 when he died but he was the director for about 50 years that's really cool isn't that that's me? awesome no wonder he was like what are you doing like making sure everything's going smoothly like chill please daddy chill um the yellow bedroom which i told you is another it's like painted super <laughs> brightly yellow like the bed spreads yellow
1: that whatever. sounds hideous i'm sorry it's
0: there's a lot of really interesting design yeah. choices. It's like he was so. It's like you know, like those people that like wear like ugly designer stuff just to show that they have money. And, That's like, exactly what this house yeah. is. And I'm not actually. You know what? I I am fully judging him yes. because you're like, bro. This you were the president, the first president of the United States, and this is as good as you could do. And he's just not a good person. So yeah. I think I can freely judge. Yes. Yes. A lot of his design choices are hideous. Well, his and Martha's bedroom was the only one that I was like. Okay. Even remotely like, okay, with. I, I could, I could, I could chill with this. this. So anyway, this yellow bedroom, um, there's one particular tour guide that I don't believe works there any longer. Okay. People would be in and out of that bedroom like all day long, but for whatever reason, when she stepped in there, she would be pushed out by an invisible force, Ooh. which I someone I didn't want her no did. in. There. Yeah, exactly. And she said she would go in with like other tour guides, and nothing would happen. Then she'd go in her, by herself. And they would like stand out in the hallway and watch as she got like pushed That's out. That's weird. Which is weird. That is so right? specific. Um then George and Martha's room is like the big haunt in the house. Yeah. Which is makes sense. Uh, yeah uh it's where George Washington died in LOL which can we talk about his death remember when we were talking about his death and it's like low-key the funniest thing ever because they thought that um leeches they thought that um letting out blood (laughs) was like letting out the toxins and so they like literally just like accidentally like bled him to death because they kept like cutting holes in him and like letting out a ton of blood because they thought that would make him better and then it eventually just killed him cuz like all he had was a cold or something and they were like we must let the toxins out and so they like were cutting cutting like large like, large slices I out of him stop him right now and so then he like both died of, sam, of like blood loss both of sam and i's childhood fears are really coming into yeah the right blood now. and the george washington i really have a sensitivity to blood which is why i'm laughing right and the, now and the fact that, so that he like I really the can. fact that he like had a cold and then they like bled him to death <laughs> The karma's a bitch. What can I say? Yeah. It, like, honestly, I would feel bad for anyone else that had that done to him. But Besides like, George Washington. He, like, low-key kind of deserves We're like the George Washington hate club right I, here. And you know what? It's okay. Like, I'm okay with <laughs> it. And I think people will agree with us. I think people will want to join. I think Guys, let us you. know if you want to join the George Washington hate club. hate Also known as our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... But the, the bed that he died in yes. is still in the room. Ew. Which is like actually kind of crazy if you think yeah. about it. It's like a big four-poster bed. Okay. Which I would have killed for when I was a kid. And you know what? Probably still but would. Still, yeah. Probably those still Those 4 would. post beds are so They're nice. They're beautiful. And the reason that I wanted one, which I kind of think is relevant, is because my favorite American Girl doll, Felicity, who was... Alive at the same time at George, as George Washington yes. also had a four poster bed. Yeah, and I was like obsessed with it. That is pretty cool. Thank you. Um, and do you know what George Washington's last words were? Uh, stop cutting me. <laughs> <laughs> or it he was, was like, he was like, tis well." <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty badass. I don't, think, <laughs> I, don't well. think, I don't think it was. Was tis that him well. saying like, "It's all"? <laughs> I don't, like I don't think it was "Tis, tis well." Tis <laughs> well. Like, that was his way of saying like it's all good. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> tis like, well. We're good. Like it's the same as like me saying to you like yeah, it's like, chill, it's fine. Yeah, and then we're good. And then they're like okay, they probably were like can we like do another cut? And he was <laughs> <Can> like tis <laughs> well. And then <laughs> can we throw another leech on? There? So let's throw another leech on that body. See if this gets rid of that cold, that nasty sore throat you've been feeling. <laughs> tis well. So. <laughs> Those would be his last words. It's kind of iconic, though. It is. It really is. I need to, like, get it together for a second here. Okay. (sighs) All right. So I thought this was kind of cool. These hauntings are reported as early as 1890. Wow. Which is usually when we hear, like, hauntings are from. Yes, right? Yeah. Like, people were, like, Telling the newt like the one newspaper in the area. The that, that they would like print on the printing press. The American um, Times, <laughs> uh, and they were like, "Yeah, we we're reporting hauntings." Like, so what back then? I guess it was just like a, a almost like a tourist attraction, like it is now. Well, the women who were part of the Mount Vernon Ladies Association. Oh, these freaks. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> freaks for history baby freaks for george um as part of their like historic preservation of the estate would stay over in the house you know what i kind of do think that they might have been like a little horny for george yeah because listen to this they-, they would stay in the bedroom and they would sleep in the bed that he died in all of them together a couple of them mm, that's sus i <laughs> that's know so sus. it's literally so Why? sus but every Why? woman I don't know. just because they had to stay over in the house, I Their guess. Their home lives weren't great. So they, uh, that's like, had literally what like this sounds had like. Sleepovers in George Washington's deathbed. And they would like there were like I'll I'll tell you a story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So every woman who stayed in the room would report either seeing the first president or feeling a strange brooding presence. Oh, bitch. brooding. Brooding. Yeah, I could see George Washington as but a yeah, brooding brood. presence. But there was one such occasion that Mrs. William Beale and her friend, mm. quote unquote, were sleeping in the bed together, which fine. is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like that could, could be totally innocent. like have a little yeah. sleepover. I do think that maybe they were more than friends. I kind of think so. They woke up to a candle sputtering loudly. <laughs> psst, psst, psst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly like that and they saw an apparition of George Washington so they both were like oh heavens and they got dressed oh, after got dressed yeah they were they were in their petticoats they were <laughs> they were in the long johns. That's, you know what They got dressed because they weren't dressed in the bed together. So, oh, uh, interesting factoids. Just a little interesting. Just a little gay history. Wait, so were they excited to see George? I don't think so. I think they were scared because this incited. The newspaper reported that they got into an argument before getting out of the room and getting dressed over who was sleeping on the side of the bed that he died in. (gasps) Why does that matter? Though you were sleeping on the side. No, you. Why does that matter? I don't know. He still died in the bed. Yeah. Like, why were you sleeping in his bed? Like, it feels like they made this, like, whole, like, preservation society so they could live out their, like, weird fantasies of, about, like, like George living. Washington. I don't want to piss off anyone that's part of the ladies' association. Well, I'm but... being a little bit, uh, vaci- Wait, what is the word? Facetious. 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 That's not even the right word, though. That's the word. It's, worst not, part. But it's... <laughs> I'm just You're being, like, I'm being hyperbolic. Yeah, I got it. But, like, it's like they would, like, role play as, like, Martha and yeah, George. Yeah, literally. Like, what is this? That's, like, kind of what I um, – that's the vibe I'm yeah. getting. And, but and then they when they cook saw... in the kitchen and, like – Yeah, it's, like, really go, like, pay rent and get your own house. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, they say they were preserving it while they were having, like, all these, like, sleepovers. Yeah, and, like... literally. Actually, kind of sounds fun. Like, if you no, told me – No, it does sound me, fun. If you told me that I could invite some of my girlfriends and have a night over and, like, like – I would a, join the society. state. Yeah. Count me in. But then you wake up and the dead owner is brooding over you. I'm just not going to sleep in his bedroom. Yeah, or that, his bed. That was a foolish choice, A foolish ladies. move. But anyway, they went downstairs and they heard his sword clanking around in the bedroom. <gasps> that freaks me out. Yeah, right? That's actually like, really scary. I, I I, think I'd be out of the house. An apparition of him. That might be like the freakiest, I'm, I know this is going to sound stupid, but like to me, that's like the freakiest visual on East Coast Haunt so far. The, ooh, interesting! Like of George Washington, like walking around, his sword is clanking, and like he yeah, looks, he looks pissed. Like I'd be so scared. Yeah, and you're sleeping I agree. in his deathbed for some reason. Which the, like, the deathbed is crazy. That's on them, though. The deathbed is, is <laughs> crazy. Um, sometimes in the middle of the night, like alarms, like motion sensor alarms, will go off in the stables. What used to be the stables, and then like the. Ex- what people estimate to be like the amount of time that it would take for someone to like unsaddle their horse and walk up to the bedroom, yeah. Then a motion sensor alarm will go off in the bedroom. Oh. So, people wow. who are there are like, he obviously was like putting his horse to bed and then going to bed himself, okay. Wow, and, like, un- unsaddling him interesting terminology, but unsaddling him, and then people report seeing sights of like bur- blurry apple. Little blurry apparitions that will disappear into like thin air at the new tomb. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. And that's pretty much the hauntings for Mount Mount Vernon. It sounds like it's very active. That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of these. I, I don't. I don't want to see a ghost at Mount Vernon. I don't either. There's something about I, it that feels sinister, because and it's we don't, probably just because he was, like, a bad person. If, if someone's, yeah, I was like going to say, suffering like, there. if someone's a bad person in life, like, I don't want to come across their ghost or their in spirit. death. Yeah. Because I think then they'll, they're still probably not a good person. Unless they've repented, but, yeah. Had a little Scrooge moment or something. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, but I just, there's something about George, like, it's, the history is, it's super interesting. Yeah. Like, I can respect, like, I'm glad they preserved it so we can, like, learn about it. But, yeah. like, George Washington still, and it's not just the teeth, but, like, he just freaks me out. I I get it. and like, I, I get it. Men from those days in general just, like, freak me out. Like, the wigs, of course, they own slaves. That's a really scary part. The Yeah. That's, like, all the of, worst all part. All of the components, obviously. But, like, yeah. there's so much, like gross stuff about that. Yeah. Them. you know there was like weird stuff going on Yeah. There. I hope we're not like make any, making any George Washington stands angry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. We're not discounting what he did for the country. Yeah. Like he was a very important historical figure. He just wasn't a good person. Yeah. But it was interesting. It was interesting to learn more. I feel like I've like avoid, <laughs> avoided him for so long. So <laughs> but it was interesting to learn about him. I cannot be- like I just I'm still on this. I, like, literally cannot believe that they bled him to death. Like... It's so funny. Like, and not funny. Like, that's the wrong <laughs> no, word. No, it is funny. It's, like, it's humorous. Like, I know that's, like, the same word, but, like... But it's, like, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Not ha-ha funny, but, like, oh, oh, okay. I will say, though, when my family was touring Mount... So, I've been to Mount Vernon before. She's a Mount Vernon vet. I... Well, like, once before. I you go you... every year on your birthday, right? Yeah. It's my favorite <laughs> tradition um big i'm actually a pass holder uh <laughs> <laughs> she's head of the the society the women's, the women's Society. Association, the ladies association no i will say I, i've been one time before this probably when i was like eight okay and then when we went again this past time i literally my entire family was like so de- delirious yeah and also yeah which after... i don't know if you could tell by the licking the banister story yeah yeah we were literally wiped from this bike ride because it was like, the most grueling yeah. exercise experience i've ever had that's insane. And I'm sure there's going to be, like, Mount Vernon locals that are like, the trail is not that tough. But, listen. Uh, it was for me because I'm not a biker. Uh, and biking uphill, like, that's a lot. Crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, was your family, like, disappointed low-key with, like, the like the, the rooms and stuff? Like, the, Yeah, because uh, we do this very fun thing in our family, which I love and I will do till the day I die. If you're visiting a historical site. Yes. Like I say like we've toured a few castles. Like we toured like the Hearst Castle out in California. Ooh. We've toured uh Wineter in Pennsylvania. Yes, yes, yes. Um the DuPont mansion. Yeah. We did if that together. you tour a mansion, which I'm not sure if this is something that our readers are readers, our readers our listeners, our listeners are going out and doing on the regular You absolutely must pick your bedroom. Right? Yes! Pick the bedroom that you want to stay in. Yes. And you know what? I didn't want any of the bedrooms in this house. That's saying something. I was like, fine, I'll settle for this one. I thought, hope hope my sister, her favorite color is yellow, so I thought she was going to be all over the yellow bedroom, so I thought I was safe from that one. No. She was like, I don't want that no that she because i was not. like you know what maybe i'll take george and martha's bedroom but of course she was the first one to go and there's so she was like i call this bedroom. you don't want that bedroom he died um, there you don't want that bedroom i do want that bedroom it has a nice view overlooking the potomac do i want the be- one that like john and john and abigail adams fucked in no Ew. not really oh, uh, <laughs> which one was that that was the one that i called i had to call huh. because it was the only one that was like <sighs> wasn't atrocious well well i guess I, yeah It is atrocious in in its own special way. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I love picking out. I love picking out my room. That's the thing. I do have two little laundry list items before we sign off. Okay, let's hear them. One is a nice little shout out. We had a Patreon episode. Or not a Patreon episode, a Patreon contest. Yes. That was won by our very own lovely Oliviana. Oliviana! She guessed the horror landmark, and it was, in fact, the Exorcist stairs from the movie The Exorcist. Wow. Which, if you've seen it, there's quite a few famous scenes that happen on those stairs. Someone dies know, on those stairs. Know. I love me some Exorcist. I really do think it's like- I guess Olivia does part. too. Yeah. Well, she's got good taste. She's got good taste. Also, I have to set the record straight because <gasps> I got yelled at today for it. Not actually. Um, I got a very angry text, which I feel like I need to say is like an exaggeration. Like this is a high, what do you call it? Uh, A hyperbole. A hyperbole. (laughs) Um, From my boyfriend, Zach, today. And he was listening to our Patreon episode (gasps) in which we were discussing you season four. Right. And apparently I made it seem like I had done all of this research on absinthe. When, in fact, he was the one that told me that absinthe does not make you hallucinate. But, apparently, I was acting all high and mighty and being like, yeah, I, I went down this research rabbit hole. Meanwhile, apparently, he was the one that told me that it doesn't make so, you hallucinate. So, you I have didn't to... cite your sources? No, and I got called out for you it. You plagiarized Zach? I did, and you know what? Villanova, take away her degree. Stop it. Don't i can't you didn't sign the honor code again i can't do it again you're gonna start over uh no i will not be doing that how does Uh, zach know that i want to know that's a great why zach why did you go down that rabbit hole because it's actually very interesting he said and i quote you only credit me for bad things on the podcast like (laughs) my boyfriend (laughs) thinks joe goldberg is a saint Man's so. got a point, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to set the record straight and say that he doesn't actually think Joe Goldberg is a saint, but he was a Joe apologist. And um, he also is an expert on absinthe. Yeah. so We won't tell you why, though. Way to go, Zach. You really killed it out there. Thank you, King. Thanks for providing the factual information on absinthe, because apparently I did not know prior to talking to Within- with you about it. Should be seen and not heard. Yeah, you're right. That's my laundry list item. That should be our new tagline for the podcast. <laughs> <I'm looking laughs> Women should be heard someone's... and not seen. we should be heard and not seen. spooky Well, anyway, we have to go because we are going to watch uh, the one and only masterpiece, *NOMIO* and Juliet, because Sam here has never seen We've it. I've never seen it. I'm so and excited. And we love some good Elton John. Hope- so. Yeah, we're hoping it's going to be in the Oscar lineup this year. So, Well, it's that's about... 11 years too late, I would say. (laughs) Uh, But anyway. Wish us luck. Yep. And we will talk to you guys very soon. Hope you enjoyed Mount Vernon. (laughs) Yes. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Don't let the George Washington bite.